imposing grandeur, the quality or state of being impressive or awesome. The purpose of studying theology and reading books, it's it's not to gain our own intellect, but rather it is to bring us to Him. Because when you see how glorious and how holy and how majestic our Creator is, the more you worship Him. He is our imposing grandeur. Hello and welcome to the very first roundtable segment for Imposing Grandeur Radio. These roundtable episodes are episodes in which we take a small break from our current series and exchange our notes for a cup of coffee, even though we drink coffee regardless, to engage in casual conversation about things that are worth talking about. Um, These episodes are designed to be a lot more chill, but that doesn't mean that things aren't going to get vulnerable, topics won't get deep, and theological discussion won't be brought up because knowing us, we will connect a complex memory to illustrate the hypostatic union of the Trinity. <laughs> All jokes, but you know what I mean. So without further ado, today's topic for our first IG roundtable is college. Dun, dun, dun. More specifically, college experience and things we have learned from either beginning that road, continuing on that road, or crossing that road. Like we're all the little chickens that people tell jokes about. Um, And what is very unique and fun about this topic is that each of us have had a drastically different college experience. Um, The Lord has definitely shaped us as a result. And I know looking back, we're all grateful. But I wanted to first begin this topic going around and just giving some context as to what your college experience looked like. So where did you go? Private, secular, etc. How did you adjust? Was it good? Did you adjust poorly? And what was something that God was teaching you about yourself during that time? So Annie, let's start with you. All right. Well, I started college at Samford University. It was a private Christian school. Um, Didn't stay there but two years. And now I'm at Penn State University uh, online. So I won't talk about that one because obviously adjusting for that has not been as hard as it was for Stanford. <laughs> um, it was definitely an adjustment, though, just going from it was a small school. It wasn't a big school, but it was definitely freshman year was more of a struggle than anything for me because I had a I wouldn't say I had a hard time making friends, but I had a hard time putting myself out there to make friends. And so I ended up only having like one or two friends and I didn't have a roommate either. So I mostly stayed isolated in my room the entire year and uh, was really struggled with being depressed and feeling alone. So it was a hard, difficult year. The Lord definitely brought a lot of amazing things from that year. But all in all, I would say it was kind of rough looking back. So what would you say something that you learned about yourself during that time? Well, I learned that if I... I'm in opportunities where I'm in new environments with new people, new situations. I tend to revert into myself and just do my own thing, stay at home or in my room um, and not really go out and try to interact with many people or get plugged into my church or small groups, whatever you name it. And so since then, I've knowing that when moving, when I moved with my husband in Kentucky, I actively sought to fight that mentality that I learned that I was prone to freshman year of college. 
And I, I remember you telling me before you even went to Stanford or Stanford, sorry. Stanford. <laughs> Surprise. Um, before you went there, you were telling me how nervous you were too. kind of like you didn't want to revert back to yourself. And then I get this text, like not even two days later, of you sending me this video of you singing Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi in front of all these students like during karaoke. So you did have these moments in which I feel like you did branch out, like surprisingly to me even, yeah, like just getting on the stage in front of people. But it was, would you say that that was inconsistent or... I would say I didn't have a problem with doing stuff like karaoke or uh, (laughs) church, but it was more like the personal one-on-one relationships. And I didn't rush. I didn't join a sorority. And I felt like almost everybody that surrounded me did. And I felt a little bit isolated in that way. Um, And also the church culture is very, was very different. And that played a significant part. And how I felt um, because college is a really prime time for people to choose their path. Am I going to continue to believe what my parents taught me growing up or am I going to go my own way and do what I want? And witnessing so many people go down the wide path of I'm going to do whatever I want. um, When I would say I was by God's grace on the narrow, it was, it was hard in that respect because I, that made me feel very alone in addition to just Mm. socially feeling alone. Mm. Avery, what about you? Um, I went to Georgia college and state university for two years, um, down in Milledgeville, Georgia, where Alexa went for a little while. She'll talk about in a little bit. (laughs) Um, but go Bobcats. Yes. Go Bobcats. (laughs) Um, my freshman year, I think was similar to Annie's. It was just, I think for every freshman, a big transition time. It's hard to go from being, you know, at home and surrounded by friends you've grown up with and, you know, comfort ultimately with parents being always with you and just being at home. And especially if you love your, you know, you're close to your family, it's hard to adjust to being on your own entirely. Um, so I definitely felt like there was a transition time for me and there was definitely loneliness and um it took me a while to figure out how to balance um what I was saying yes to and what I was saying no to. I definitely felt like I um had a hard time with balancing just the college aspect and, you know, ministries and things to get involved with and making friends, but also um finding time to be with the Lord and prioritizing my relationship with him first over busyness. And I definitely felt like I found my identity a lot and how much I was doing and it got to a point where I was burnt out and really tired because I was driving a ton back and forth for my work and um, I felt like I often was kind of pulled into places being halfway um, out the door all the time for work and then during the week being at school and I just didn't really know how to find my identity in the Lord ultimately and not where I was, what I was doing, how many friends I had. Um, what my college life looked like. And I think it was easy to look around and compare a little bit at other people and see, you know, they're enjoying all this so much or look what they're doing here and really feel like they're making an impact in this way. And, you know, I don't, I feel like I'm not really taking advantage of where I am and where God has placed me. And so I think it was just a stressful, hard time. But at the same time, like Annie was saying, there was really amazing things that came from those two years I was at Georgia College. 
um, and amazing friendships were made. And Alexa eventually made her way down there. And so that was really sweet comfort to have her, you know, along for that adventure with me. And so there's amazing things I look back and I'm like, oh, I miss that. I wish I could go back in time and be there. But just like any season, there's things you look back and know that you wish you could do differently. And also, you know, just see the Lord's hand in, in the, the suffering or the hardship in it. Right. I kind of resonate with, um, it's funny because I've been to three different colleges. So, um, but when I went to Georgia college with you, Avery, so Avery went there in the fall and I was a spring semester kid and that is just a whole nother story. But, um, I, I wasn't a rebel. That wasn't why I had to go in the spring. I just, I feel like I made that sound like I was like, like getting caught up in bad things. Um, so I went in the spring and when I first got there, I felt like, man, all these people have been here for an extra semester. Like I'm so behind. I need to get on top of things. And I like mentally, I told myself, Alexa, you only have a week to meet people and make friends. And I never have been so extroverted in my entire life. Like people that I had met would laugh because my catchphrase was like, hi, I don't think we've officially met. My name's Alexa. What's yours? Like I would say that to literally everybody. And I, when I first got to Georgia college, at least like I, I had very different experiences, I think, than you guys, but we were just in very different situations. Like I loved it because I had been waiting for this and this was college and I was going in the spring and I was just ready to get the full college experience. And, um, I, didn't think this is something that I think God definitely taught me was like, I didn't think I could get burnt out. I was like, eh, I took the Myers-Briggs, like says I'm 99.9% extrovert. Like I'm good to go. So I signed up for all of these different things. I had, um, Avery, I remember us joking about how we literally had something going on every single day of the week, yes. like every single day of the week. And I didn't think I could get burnt out, but I totally got burnt out within like the first week and a half or two weeks. And I just remember being like, whoa, I can't do this for the rest of my college career. I have to pick which things to get committed to and what things that I can't pour my time out in. But I loved it at GCSU um, when I first got there. But then that wasn't necessarily the same reaction for my next two colleges. Um, I went to Word of Life Bible College in upstate New York. And when I first got there, which now I will tell you that that was the best year of my entire life, loved it, like absolutely loved it. But when I first got there, it was so different. It was a Bible college. So it was, I came from a secular college to this Bible college that was super strict with rules, in my opinion, like just overly did it with different rules. And um, the people, I didn't know anybody. I moved to New York, not knowing a soul. And I've never been on campus until that orientation weekend. So it was just very different and taking in a lot at once. Um, and that was more of an adjustment. I had to definitely adjust myself to that. Um, but it was not that hard of an adjustment because I was studying the Bible and I was super passionate about that. So that was definitely, it made it a lot better. And then for my third college, I would say, resonates more with what you guys are talking about with just getting there and not really like I first got to my my third college um and I didn't want to make friends with anybody like <laughs> which is so unlike me but I remember getting there thinking everyone has a country accent this is a culture shock this is my third college I've already done this twice before like I just like it's a good school I'm super thankful to be here but like I I was depressed, like Annie, like that resonated with me. Like I got there and I just did not 
want to do anything. I was just doing my own thing. Didn't want to make friends. Didn't want to reach out. Didn't really want to do ministry. Um, Kind of just thought nobody around me cared about ministry, which is such a horrible perception because, and such a false perception because that wasn't the case at all. But um, I just felt so out of the, I, I described it in one of my journals as if I was like an oil spill in the middle of the ocean. I just didn't feel like I blended and everyone was just doing their own thing in their own little world. And I was just like interrupting that, I guess. Um, so yeah, for those three experiences, I definitely had like really good to mild to like just really bad. But I mean, the Lord definitely works on us through all of those things. And I think we can all agree that like in those dark valleys, the Lord is so like close to you. Like he is near to the brokenhearted. Um, and so I think going off of these different experiences that we have gone through, if you could go back in time and give your freshman and college self some advice, what would you tell them? And I'm just going to ask you both this because you're both in very different seasons right now, like from where you were when you were first in like college as a freshman. Um, so knowing what you know, um, so being a college freshman and having such a limited knowledge as to what the future holds, what would you tell yourself? And Annie, let's start with you. That's a really good question, and it's going to be difficult to pick one thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't, I could say stuff like get out, go make friends, don't isolate, but I feel like that was just a small problem or a small manifestation of a bigger problem that I was dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. I think ultimately it stemmed from lacking trust in God. So I would tell my freshman self, trust the Lord, trust that even though your feelings right now are down, you feel like isolating, you feel um, depressed and lonesome, whatever else you may be feeling, trust that the Lord is greater than your feelings and he will carry you through this season and try your hardest to be obedient and faithful to the Lord during those times. Um, also in addition to that, don't, for me specifically, I became, and like you kind of touched on this, just very judgmental of others and, um, or they don't care about the important things like I do, or they don't care about ministry. They don't care about sharing the gospel with people and just don't even go there. Don't even worry about what other people care about. Just focus on yourself and being faithful to the Lord, because that will send a greater message to anybody than your words ever could. And um, be honest with the Lord, prioritize time with the Lord. And that all goes around with just trusting him during that season. Yeah, it's amazing how just spending time with the Lord, how much that that alone affects how you live, but also how you think. Um, Avery, what about you? What advice would you give your freshman in college self? Um, well, I loved everything Annie said. I would retweet all of that. Um, but I think something that sticks out for me, because there's definitely, like y'all said, a million things I could tell myself back then. But I think what I think about right now is um, really be standing firm in scripture. I feel like it's easy, especially when you're surrounded with possibly going to a school where you meet a lot of Christians right off the bat. It's easy to kind of be in a bubble where you're all, you know, you're doing a ministry every night or you're in a Bible study or you're in a community group or whatever the case is, um, where you feel like you're, you know, maybe growing and you feel like you're um, in the word often. But I don't feel like I had individual time often where I was really investing in scripture and 
growing in it personally. And I think that a lot of my confusion on just things that I was dealing with and not knowing what decisions to make, whether to stay at school or leave or um, just not knowing what my major should be and just a lot of like anxiety and worry that I had. Um, I could have really been investing in scripture and learning how to grow in discernment and wisdom versus choosing my anxiety over looking to the Lord. And so I think investing in scripture, standing firm in scripture and um, being bold in truth and also looking to the Lord in all things, knowing that he cares for all all the things that you're walking through, including the little details and continuing to be um, prayerful in all things, even if it seems silly. And oftentimes when I, um, just the Lord really convicted me of how much I was lacking in my prayer life, something would happen where I would realize like, wow, you know, that was so small, but the Lord cared and he provided for me in that way. Why do I not lean on him in more situations, in all situations? Why do I look to myself so often first before I look to the Lord? Um, So I think that's what I would tell myself. Um, I would also add to, I forgot to mention this, uh, get plugged into a local church. As much, even if you're only going to be there one weekend out of the whole month, get plugged in. And I don't mean just show up and leave without anybody noticing you. Introduce yourself <laughs> to the leadership. Find a community group or something. Obviously, that doesn't replace your time in the Word, like Avery was saying. But I think that's so important and something that can get lost in the muck when we're trying to navigate freshman year. But the local body is there and it is ordained for us for a reason. And that is not exempt just because you're at college. And that's so important. Mm. Yeah, I love that, Annie. And also, if you're able to, you know, find a woman at that church or someone on campus that you really look up to and you can tell that they, you know, are really following after the Lord and are, you know, standing firm in truth. I would reach out to them and don't be afraid to be like, hey, if you have time, I would love to meet with you. Even if it's just every couple weeks, I'd love to be held accountable by you um, to help me just grow and, you know, how often I'm in scripture, how, how my prayer life is doing. Just having someone that's a few steps in front of you in whatever season or chapter you're in is huge because, um, being poured into in that way and then making a disciple out of you, you're in turn able to also disciple others and encourage others in that way, you know, and down the road. So that's another way that I wish I would have gone back and done um, more um, intentionally. Yeah, I think all the things that we have been or what you guys have talked about are really good things that help ground you when you are in college, because when you go to college, like you said in the very beginning, Annie, it's kind of like this. Are you going to follow what your parents have raised you up in all along? Or are you just going to go and do your own thing? And I mean, in a lot of ways, you really have no choice. You have to be independent. Um, But it really shows what you're going to stand for when you are on your own. Um, And I think staying in the word, finding a local church, getting a mentor, those are all really good things to help keep you grounded. Because when you are on your own, so many things just are so exciting. And it's okay. Like, it's fine. You're meeting all these people in this like similar stages of life. You all find things in common. People get married in less than a week. Like <laughs> at least in Bible college, that was that was the experience there. <laughs> um, but uh, like things happen, and I think going along that, like something that I would tell my freshman year self when I was back at GCSU, 
um, stop looking for a husband. You're not going to get married. Like, I mean, it's fine to look for a husband if you're like one of those people. I mean, I definitely know I was like GCSU. I thought that I would meet somebody and I would get married probably before I graduated and then just drop out of college. And the Lord was like, nope, I'm transferring you to Word of Life Bible Institute in upstate New York and then transferring you to Truett McConnell University in Cleveland, Georgia. And then you're staying at that university to get your master's. So it's just like, I truly wanted to date somebody so bad my freshman year. And you guys can probably attest to this. And it's fine. Like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm different. I'm grown. I'm just kidding. But it's, it's so, it's mind boggling, though, to, to think about where I was. And what my desires were at that time. And then to think about where I am right now and just how the Lord has totally strengthened me in that. And like, it's, I mean, could you guys attest like how different it is? Yeah. Like yeah. the whole change and the Lord sanctifies you. The Lord totally changes you like those past four years. Cause that's been, that was four years ago. Was that four years ago? Yeah. That was, that was four years ago. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> that was I'm five so for old. y'all. Yeah. It was five. Five? It's been four graduated for me. in 2015. No, but like four years ago since I was at GCSU. Oh, yeah. So yeah I went yeah. in 2016. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Y'all are scaring me. But anyway, <laughs> um, but I think that's what I would tell myself. Like, and maybe you're listening to this and you're a freshman. You're going to meet some really great people. Like, you really are. But ask yourself these questions. Can you glorify God more being in a relationship with that person? Or can you glorify God more being single? And pray about it, like Avery was saying. Like, be very prayerful about any decision because you're talking about your life. And when I first got to GCSU, I had planned my whole four years and then my five-year plan after. And I am not doing any of that right now. (laughs) Like, any of it. Like, no aspect of that am I doing. So the Lord totally just uproots you. And it is so much better than that dinky little five-year plan that you end up making for yourself. So I'm so thankful, but that is definitely something that I would tell myself. And so I guess kind of segueing from that, uh, we did mention getting plugged in with the church, finding a mentor, uh, not focusing so much on boys. I mean, (laughs) you can a little, I guess. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I was kidding. People listening, (laughs) you can't read my sarcasm very well over the radio waves. (laughs) Um, but, um, and boys are not bad. I feel like, did I totally just make it seem like, I'm just kidding. Boys hold you back. (laughs) They won't let you go to New York. (laughs) You can't talk to boys, just prayerfully consider (laughs) it. All the guys listening are probably like rolling their eyes to China right now. No, I'm kidding. Like, guys are great. Like, seriously, Annie and Avery dated in college, and y'all are just wonderful women that are married to godly men, and they're they're great. Totally (laughs) digging myself in the rabbit hole right now. You can edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell who's the single one. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, um. Okay, so I have another question for you guys. Um. And this one's kind of fun. What is something that you would do or eat all the time as a college freshman and now you rarely or never do? <gasps> Grilled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like the IG hot seat question to our IG round table. I have mine. <laughs> okay, go Avery. Well, yes, Avery. my freshman year, I have two. My freshman year, Alexa would feed me animal crackers and peanut butter all the time. And... Yes! Oh my- 
hard. Wait, I would feed it to you, or you would come to my apartment and <laughs> eat it with me. It to me. <laughs> Here comes the airplane. <laughs> yeah, we ate them a lot. I feel like at my dorm and your dorm, and so every time I see animal crackers, oh, yeah. I think of college. Also, um, when I lived on North Jackson Street. We would go to the Smoothie King that was built down, like, near our college classes. Yes. And I would always have a – it was, like, a peanut butter – The lean one chocolate yes. with peanut butter and instead banana. of almonds? Yes. I would have that. Yes. And I, like, can taste <laughs> – I can taste it when I think about it. And I haven't had one since then. And oh we would gosh. drink them, like, all the wow. time. Sometimes in place of meals because we'd be too busy. Yes, all the time. (laughs) So those are mine. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think of the animal crackers and peanut butter all the time too, Avery. Like I was thinking about that when I made this question. I was like, I remember when Avery and I would eat those. I would eat. See, the thing is, is that because when I was, I was thinking about this question in my head, I was thinking of eating those and watching John Oliver that British news comedy guy. (laughs) And Gilmore Girls. I never... Yes, Gilmore Girls. I w- but now I rarely watch both of those. And I don't eat animal crackers and peanut butter because since then I realized that I'm actually like sensitive to peanuts. Same. So <laughs> I didn't know that when we were stuffing our faces. <laughs> we're just like ruining our bodies. <laughs> yeah. So that was the peanut butters and the animal, the peanut butter and animal crackers for sure. Um, and then sweet potato chips. I would eat sweet potato chips like all the time. And I think, well, sweet potato, anything, honestly, because Avery, that was when you got me on sweet potatoes. Yes. And I remember making a sweet potato in my apartment for the very first time. And I had some college friends over and I was just in the kitchen and I would come into the living room and be like, what do you guys put on a sweet potato? And they were like, oh, well, you can put butter and cinnamon, sometimes sugar. And I'm like, I have no idea how to make this, but everyone keeps telling me that they're so good. And I bought this one sweet potato and I want to make it, but I don't know what to do. And your eyes are opened. So, Yes, but anyway, sweet potatoes for sure. Um, but Annie, what about you? So the more I thought about it, um, I had just started dating Patrick, and I told him I really like Jolly Ranchers. So yes, I remember <laughs> that. Like a ten pound bag of green, <laughs> only green Jolly Ranchers. So I ate that wow. for like forever. I mean, because think about how long it takes to eat one Jolly Rancher. And yeah, for real. Also, Get you a man that buys you 10 pounds of candy. <laughs> like, um, I also ate an Einstein's bagel. And so I'd always meet my friend there and we would, um, I would get bagels every single day. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes I, did that I remember too. those. Freshman 15 mm-hmm. is real people. That's yes. also yes. good advice. If you glean anything from this podcast, it's that. If you eat it's peanut funny, butter, but- Jolly Ranchers, <laughs> and bagels all day, you will gain weight. It's funny because I remember when I was a freshman, I was, I sent a picture to my family group message of this this container of like cheese cubes and then this like really sugary smoothie. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, freshman 15 who? Because I thought it was And now looking back, I'm like, Alexa, cheese and a sugary, like, drink. It's like just That was something else. Yeah, that was something else in college. I kind of learned what nutrition was. And it kind of, like, helped me just, like, take care of myself. But it's just funny. Like, ignorance is bliss as a college freshman, you know? But yeah, I was just like, freshman 15 who? Like, this is so easy. You guys are just getting fat and are stupid. <laughs> like, no, it's it's definitely like you can let go of yourself. 
<laughs> but, um, but I also remember during that same time, I was doing this like workout thing in my dorm room. And it was one of these things where you could do it in your room. And <laughs> Annie's like, wow. <laughs> um, but it's I, I'm laughing about it because the workouts, I would have to do like a like, I would have to jump on a chair and then jump on the floor. And I remember, like, not even having any care for the people below me and just doing these, like, jump squats, like, on my, like, floor. And I remember, like, a couple of times they would get the broom and, like, hit on their ceiling, which was my floor. And I'd be like, oh, my goodness, they can hear me? And I'm literally, like... Like jumping up and down, of course they can hear me. And then I come to find out later that they're nurses and we're like, like not what, like they're so fed up with me doing that because they had to wake up early and go to like a clinical or something. But anyway, bless their heart. So yeah, ignorance is bliss, people. <laughs> but anyway, so I think we can all concur that the Lord taught us a lot during these these years. Um, well, I mean, it's freshman year, so it really. And a lot of us are still kind of going through this. I mean, Annie, you're doing online. Avery, you're you're free from the college. You you already have a full time job, and you're already ahead of the game with all of us. Um, and then I'm in a master's program, which is, I mean, it's sort of like college, but it's definitely different, like a hundred percent. But anyway, uh, so all that to say, the Lord totally, I think, really taught us a lot in our freshman year, and um, it's just kind of fun to reflect on it. Um, and definitely, there's way more than what we had said in this podcast episode, our short little roundtable. But um, I think all in all, the Lord taught all of us a common theme was that we are not in control and that he was. And if we could go back now, we would enrich our lives so much more with his truth and plant Mm -hmm. ourselves more firmly in his word and seek out discipleship opportunities, um, seek out opportunities to serve people around us more and not judge them so much, um, but to serve those around us. And to be the change and not so much be a part of the problem, I guess. And I think the Lord totally used us to be the change in different ways. But uh, if you are a freshman going into college this year, um, those are things to consider. Instead of judging people around you, um, figure out what you can do to help people around you. Um, What ministry opportunities you can get involved in. Find a local church that is doctrinally sound, that seek to glorify the Lord and are Uh, pointing you to the gospel always. Yes, all of those suggestions and encouragement is something that I wish I could have heard back then. And I think too, if you're, you know, college senior, junior, you're maybe feel like you look back and wish you did your freshman and sophomore year a little different. It's not too late to change this year, even during all this COVID stuff and restrictions of people gathering being a lot different. You can still really pray for opportunities to um, encourage others around you, love and serve others around you, still meet with people. There's ways to be, and you know, creative with how you are meeting and fellowshipping with others. And so, um, even if you feel like you didn't do college well, you know, cause we all have years and, you know, days where we didn't do it well because we're sinners. Um, mm-hmm. the Lord can still redeem a lot of that and he can give you ways and wisdom and how to grow and maybe do things differently this year. Right. And just kind of going off like the whole applicational aspect of this entire roundtable discussion, because yes, it is meant to be really chill conversation, us kind of going unscripted with different memories that we have, things that we wish we'd done differently or things that the Lord has taught us. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, but why should I be enriched in God's word? Why should I seek accountability? And why is finding a local church important? Um, 
I kind of want all of us to answer it in our own different ways. So like, why would you see that change your life within that time? And I think for me personally, if that was evident in my life, kind of what we were talking about, you would be less judgmental and you would be seeking to serve more because when you're studying the character of Christ and wanting to replicate him and reflect him to others, you're going to want to serve others and you're going to want to pour out and not so much expect people to pour in. And if you're not being poured into, you become bitter and angry about that. And that's that was my experience at my last college. When I first got there, I just didn't want to pour out. I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm not here to make friends. I'm just here to graduate. This is my third college. I just want to graduate and be done. But the Lord totally showed me that you know what? You're not here for yourself. You're here for me and to glorify me and to reach those around you. Through that, he allowed me to start a ministry on campus. And I was able to make friends with so many different peoples and so many different walks of life. And so he totally turned what I thought was the worst for his good and his glory. And I mean, I stayed at the college, so it's definitely like he changed my heart through it. Um, But what would you guys say? Like, why is it so important to stay in the word? Why is it so important to find a mentor or a good church? Um, Well, piggybacking off what you just said, it increases that mentality of purpose. Uh, What is your purpose? Well, your purpose is to glorify and honor God. And he has put you at your college for a reason. And it is so easy to lose sight of that purpose if you're not in the word. And, um, I know for me personally, that season of depression, like other seasons of depression came around because that was just Mm -hmm. something that I was going to struggle with. And I wish that I'd stayed focused in the word and, um, in prayer and plugged into my church because this most recent season of depression was one of the most, um, wonderful times of my life getting to know the Lord deeper through my sufferings. And I wish I had gotten to know and experience the Lord in that way in that during that time. So um, don't waste Mm. your suffering or your depression um, by looking inward, look outward into the word and into Christ. And um, yeah, that was good. Um, I think too, just kind of going off of what you said, Annie, when we make ourselves the focus instead of God's word and his truth, um, we're going to notice a shift in our perspective and we're going to be focusing on the world. We're going to be, you know, um, tempted by the world and we're going to be focused on ourselves and our worldly desires, our fleshly desires. And the Lord is not going to be magnified in what we're doing when we are looking inward. And so, Something that I wish that I would have done better was um, being less about me and more putting the Lord's um, truth and God's word at the center of my life. And out of the overflow of doing that, I think I would have had many more opportunities that the Lord would have placed in my lap to serve others humbly and not because I felt like I had to just to look good or to look like I was humble, but actually out of the overflow and love for the Lord and what I was learning and treasuring, which was his word, I would have um, been able to love others the way that he's called me to, uh, humbly Mm -hmm. serve um, those around me and treasure his word regardless of my circumstances and not allow, you know, my feelings and where I was and where I wanted to be or maybe wasn't, you know, the treasure of my life. And instead, and made my my God 
the treasure of my life. And so um, treasuring the gospel is the greatest thing we can do on this earth. And so if you don't do that yet, I implore you to treasure God's word. Make that be the goal of your college career and your, your life to treasure God's word in whatever circumstance you're in. And just like Annie said, even the hardest circumstances, when you are treasuring God's word, you can look back and just see the fruits of it and see the ways that the Lord has abundantly blessed you. Those are really good points. Thank you guys both for sharing. And Annie, um, I think it'd be really cool if we did also a roundtable on depression, because I know that people listening will definitely resonate because that's a common thing. I feel like, I mean, not only for college freshmen, but also just for, I mean, you said you had a recent um, episode and I think we should definitely make that a topic of discussion because even though the roundtable conversations are designed to be more chill, um, these are things worth talking about. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to get vulnerable or deep in terms of what the topic is. So we really appreciate you guys joining us for this first radio roundtable episode. And we look forward to the future episodes. If you guys have an idea for a roundtable episode that you want us to talk about, maybe it is depression, shoot us a DM on Instagram and we will definitely consider it and possibly put it in our lineup. But for now, um, let's talk. Like if you have some freshman advice that you would want to give or that you would want to ask, maybe we can do a follow-up episode. Um, but definitely keep in contact with us on our Instagram. If you don't already follow us, it's imposing grandeur. Um, pretty self-explanatory. It's the same (laughs) name as our ministry, but, um, and like us on Facebook, but we are so thankful for, um, where the Lord has brought us today and also just how he has brought us through all of these years. I can't believe it's been so long. And I'm sure that if you are in a similar season of life, or even if you're entering into that season, you can look back wherever you are and recount those years that the Lord has just brought you through. And he is such a good and faithful God, like we have been talking about, um, throughout this entire series that we're going through the attributes of God. So, um, we're just really thankful. And these are, These are moments in which we can recount the deeds of the Lord and recount on his character throughout our personal lives and certain things that he has taught us through those seasons that we've faced, whether they're valleys or they're mountaintops. So, but thank you so much for joining us this week for our IG Radio Roundtable number one. Tune in next week as we continue with our series of the attributes of God, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.